Christopher Valdez. Uh, tell me your company. What's your company's name? Horizon Consulting Partners. And you are you consult with with um, franchises, correct? That's correct. Yeah, we work with uh, many, many fran hundreds of franchises out there in all business categories. It ranges from investments as low as thirty thousand all the way into you know the uh, you know high seven figures and stuff of that nature. So every business category can be a passive business. It can be a full time business. Um, it can be something where the uh, uh, franchise can be managed by the uh, franchise or it's almost like an investment where it's almost mm. like a property management company where you buy a piece of uh, real estate, you have a rental property and have a real estate property management run it for you. That's the same way a, a franchise can be operated as well. That's not as common, uh, but that is an option with certain franchises. So we work with every business category and just help indiv individuals look at what's a good fit for them. So these franchises, they're food franchises all the way to construction franchises, all the way to, to garage door franchises? It could be, yeah, it could be anything from consulting mm -hmm. to education and tutoring. It could be in the automotive sector. Now, a lot of people think that a franchise, you know, what what's unique is that most people um, they know what a franchise is, mm -hmm. but many people don't know what a franchise is. They, they've heard of the big names of McDonald's and, you know, most people don't realize that a lot of these car dealerships are franchises, whether it be Forge or Nissan's, they always have the name of somebody, their last name up on the building. And it's like, let's just say I owned a car dealership to be Valdez Ford. Right. Um, but you know, car dealerships, you know, a lot of these, uh, Plato's closet, uh, played against sports type things tend to be franchises as well. Mm. Fast food chains, gasoline stations, uh, the Meineke's of the world. But there's a lot of things that you can actually do from home or from a small industrial space. You don't sure. need all this large overhead. Retail. Yeah, you can do, it really could be anything. It could be a single person, uh, you know, it's like a consultant and your accounts become valuable. Um, or you can have a small staff and you're supported by the franchise company. Tell me uh, how far you do in consulting. Is it, is it uh, you know, getting them better deals through their vendors? Is it operating their marketing? Uh, tell me, tell me, like, go through all the consulting points that you help these people with. Well, when someone calls me and gets in contact with me or uh, one of my coaches, you know, what we do is we walk them through a process of learning about their skill set and finding out what skill set they have and how that skill set could transfer into a business opportunity. It doesn't okay. matter what um, what stage of life they're in. Some people are, are single, you know, looking to advance themselves. Maybe they've loved their career, want something different, or maybe they want to keep their full-time job and have a passive business, and we help them do that. Maybe they're married and they're, you know, either the husband or the wife is working full-time or they're both working full-time. And then one of them wants to say, Hey, we want to start a business. It'd be easier. If one of, you know, whoever has the uh, lower income uh, starts the business or has that more flexibility you can start the business while the other one, you know, runs that, uh, you know, runs their full-time job and ha they have kids. We have people who have lost their jobs, you know, during the pandemic, we've helped a tremendous amount of people during the pandemic yeah. um, who were out of work and maybe they're in their latter part of the years, they've had a lot of, uh, maybe they don't want to move, but they're uh, the next move is to relocate. They're like, we're happy where we're at. So let's look into franchising. So we educate and inform people on what the industry is like. A lot sure. of people think that you can go to the internet and just, you know, hmm, I like this franchise. I'm going to go buy a franchise. It's not that way. Yeah. And I learned the hard way. I was uh, I was an employee for many, many years. And I always tell people that we're guiding you through a path of learning um, and getting the right type of information and try not to uh, use emotions to really dictate uh, the uh, the learning process. So 
you know, franchising is unique in the sense that, you know, it's you're in business for yourself, but you're not by yourself. Right. And these franchises award you essentially, they're interviewing you, the candidate. And then after they interview you, of course, you know, their, their values have to align with your personal values as well. What's going to be good for you and your family. So for example, if I was looking at a franchise, I'm going to look at this is Chris Valdez's goals. And I want these goals to really you know, you know, the company to have some of these similar goals and help me to achieve them. But a good franchise company is going to take those non-tangibles that I have, business acumen, leadership skills, customer service skills, organizational skills, analytical skills, all those skills. And I'm going to train, I'm going to give that to them. What they give me is the playbook, how to run the franchise. They're going to train me on how to run the operations. I can either run the business full-time or I can run the business passively. Now, there's really no such thing as a part-time business. Every business is run full-time. That's right. But if you do it the right way, I'm here sitting in front of you and some say, well, you're sitting in front of me, but right now I'm running my franchise. Sure. And my guys, my staff is out there working and I'm nowhere near them. I mean, I'm no, I'm, I have a tile business and uh, um I've never done tile. I always make a joke. I'm like, if you look at my hands, mm -hmm. they look like they're out of a salon. You know, there's That's no right. calluses. There's nothing on there. Uh, I've I, actually, I don't even know how to place tile, but the franchise company has taught me. And that's just one example of the many businesses that I have between me and my partners. But you know, what the franchise has taught me is how to run the business and work the business as a CEO. And that's mm -hmm. what a franchise is all about. It's running the business from a high level and having the marketing support. Some companies have national uh, accounts where they have, you know, national vendors where you automatically have business as long as you walk in there and introduce yourself. Uh, they have call centers that help you to acquire customers with their uh, specific marketing. Some franchise companies will actually call on your customers and sell them for you. Again, not very common, That's right. but there are certain, there's a pet franchise that does that. Um, they even help you to interview your, uh, your staff and even some franchise companies uh, there's one that comes to mind while I'm speaking to you who actually will hire all of your staff for you, manage them on your behalf in the service industry, and you run the staff after they're hired. Nice. Right? They work directly with, there's a lot of different ways in franchising. You just have to be very open-minded to looking at the different categories. But, you know, we help you everything from business setup with my partners. We help you with taxes. We help you with not only SBA funding. A lot of people think that, um, there's something called the SBA Express Loan. It's mainly, it's a low cap, it's for the franchise industry. They give you a maximum of $150,000. It's no collateral. So no collateral, meaning your house is not up for collateral. Your cars aren't up for collateral. Your 401k, your life insurance isn't a, a policy. There's The collateral is the franchise, the business that you have. Mm. So um, they give you a maximum of 150 grand to start your business. It's a 10-year note. Um, it's a 6% variable interest, but that's a way to get started. And what you have to put down is about 11%. So if you borrowed hundred thousand dollars, as an example, you put $11,000 down towards the franchise, towards your mm. business. So, you know, that's kind of, that's the skin in the game, but right. there's so many different forms of funding. Uh, and there's other SBA programs too, that give you, you know, up to like 5 million bucks sure. uh, in lending, but you have to put, you know, there's, there's specific net worth and that's kind of what we help guide you. We walk you through a path. And we have attorneys, franchise attorneys. You don't want to go to just any ordinary attorney. You want to go to one who specializes in the category of business or whatever specialty that you need or service that you need. Because it's like a surgeon, right? You're not going to go to an orthopedic surgeon if you're going to have cardiac you know, issues, right? Or open heart surgery. I mean, that orthopedic surgeon is probably really good, he or she, at what they do. Yeah. But 
they're probably not heart specialists, yep. right? I want that's a heart doctor right. not working on my bones, right? Yeah, pretty much. That's the same way with uh, attorneys. So we have franchise attorneys who help evaluate and uh, we have our insurance partners as well. I mean, we just have partners that, who kind of help from, 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 from soup to nuts, A to Z, and we get yep. you there. I, uh, I, I love uh, what you do because basically you're taking somebody in. You're going, hey, we're going to take a you know probably a personality test and 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 see what these franchises that fit you. But the the you still have to grind. I you're like, hey, you could do this and hire these people. You still have to grind to own a business. It's not easy. Oh so- <laughs> no, owning a business isn't easy. What I tell people is that there's three types of people in the world and. You know, I used to be an employee in the uh, medical device industry, and mm-hmm. um, I started actually. I started my career in college selling knives door to door. A lot of people have heard of Cutco knives. Cutco, yeah. I started. I, I sold it for four years. That's yeah. exactly how I paid my la- my way through college. I graduated college debt free. Um, they are parents, the they are the best knives. I you know right behind me I got some so they are <laughs> they're pretty awesome. I still have yeah. the same ones I was selling showing people. So uh, they do last. Yes, they're not they a cheap, but they're worth every penny. Watch your hands. Uh, they, you'll get your hand cut off. On those things for sure. <laughs> yeah. So um, I started selling knives and my career started, you know, started in sales. And that's, I didn't know I was going to be into, you know, talking to people and stuff like that. But, uh, and then I moved into working for a great company called Centos Corporation. They do uniforms, they sure. do bathroom cleaning. It's a huge company. It's an amazing organization. And, um, you know, then I moved into the medical device and actually pharmaceutical industry, I worked for uh, GlaxoSmithKline Pharmaceuticals, and then moved into medical orthopedics, uh, medical device in the orthopedic industry, I worked for Biomat. Now it's, I think, called Zimmer Biomat with their merger. But anyways, I was an employee. So the, there's three types of people in the, in the working career. The first type of person is the employee. You trade your time for money. And you have a false sense of security called the paycheck is what I tell everybody, because mm-hmm. as long as you get that paycheck, you feel like you're the you're on top of the world. But I tell everybody that I speak to, you know, if you're a young guy or gal starting your career, a lot of times, you know, starting your own business is not in your wheelhouse. You're like, well, I just need some experience. And that's true. I mean, it's, it's nothing wrong to get experience. I got a lot of great experience working for those companies. But if you look at me, I'm not 70 years of age or even 80. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm you know, I'm not even 50. So. The thing is, I took my skills from a very young age and I knew I wanted to do something for myself. I just didn't know what and how. But that first type of person, unless you're an executive in a company, I always say, I always say an executive is, is, you know, they're still an employee too, unless they have ownership, but they have a golden parachute. So if they get let go, it's a, it's a, if you're working for the right company, the people in the S&P 500, those executives, I think I was reading an article, if I'm not mistaken, the lowest paid CEOs in that and those companies get made four or $5 million a year. Mm, the highest, I think, make over 200 million, somewhere around there. And I could be off a little bit, but you know, if you made a million dollars in a seven-figure income in your first year, that's like hitting the jackpot for most people. You know, mm-hmm. um, So the reality is when you, you're an employee, you don't have a lot of say of your, of, of your future. I mean, to move up in an organization, you may or may not agree with the culture, but when you're being interviewed, you're like, oh yeah, I love the culture here. This is amazing. I can't wait and be a part of it. But I always tell people, don't show up to your job on Monday morning or don't show up all next week. Don't tell them that you're on. I mean, you're out of vacation. You're out of sick days. Just don't show up. doesn't matter if you have a great corporate job or if you're a receptionist at the front office. Show up the week after and see if you still have work. That's right. You know, you better have a really good excuse. (laughs) There'll be somebody else sitting there in your seat. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I, you better have a great excuse. You were in a massive car wreck or right. something ridiculous happened to you that you can prove that. Then they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry that happened. Right. The second type of person is somebody who's really good at what they do. And I always call it the side hustle. The side hustle is anyone, anyone who, who has a skill. It could be a mechanic. It could be the attorney. Um, I got a sister who's a dentist, you know, uh, in Florida. It could be the realer who's, you know, he or she, they're really skilled in, in, in selling real estate, right? But the thing is, without that key person in the business, there is no business. Right. You know, most people think they, oh, I can start a business cheaper than a franchise. And I'm like, no. And here's why a franchise is a massive corporation that takes, you know, gives you all the resources into your local market. You pretty much have a massive corporation in your backyard for the most part, right? You're not going to have all of those resources, but you're going to have a great logo. Yeah, but they've already failed for you in different ways. They failed and perfected the program. And now while no franchise and no company, no business, whether you're independent or you're massive corporation, corporate America, or you're a fran I mean, just a franchise company, no, nothing's ever perfect. The problem is, is that the kinks have been worked out uh, from it. The reason someone doesn't succeed in the franchise industry, it's very easy. They don't follow the model. And that sounds so cliche, but for example, I can buy a franchise and you can buy a franchise and me and you can follow the model exactly the way they've told us. Here's a caveat. Here's another reason someone fails, the way you manage your money. So my situation and your situation are completely different. You may have a wife and children. I don't have a wife and children. So the way I spend my money, I may blow my money on vacations or going out to eat where you're more frugal and, you know, you may have to, you know, feed your kids, but maybe you have the toys that I don't have. I don't know. But if you don't manage your money in business uh, the right way, you can go broke in any business. That's right. right? So um, the thing is, when someone starts a side hustle business, you know, they're not investing into a great logo in software systems, into great marketing, into having employees, having their vehicles wrapped, having, you know, doing the right things. It's a solopreneur. And so once that individual leaves, that's it. Their business, there's no value in the business because the second you leave, you are the value. And that's what franchising does. As I sit here to, uh, today speaking with you, the value is not me and my franchise. You know, the value is the brand and the customers that we service. I just happen to run the business but I run the business following the process and the program that was given to me by the franchise company. So as long as you follow the model, for example, great clips, super cuts, sports clips, a lot of these people who, uh, a lot of these franchises that people walk by, whether you've ever gotten a haircut there or not, a lot of these people own these franchises. They're corp, they're, they have corporate jobs. They're, as we speak right now, not everybody, some of them have you know, 30, 20 locations or whatever the case may be, but maybe there's a franchisee has two, three locations. Mm. They're just building they're right now sitting working for uh, another company while they own a couple franchises. That's, That's a right. passive business. They have a manager who they hire. That manager manages the staff. And that franchisee manages the general manager or whatever your title you want to give that employee. Uh, but you, you're managing them and you know, you're being part of the community. You're a brand ambassador and the franchise company is there to support you. But what we promote at Horizon Consulting Partners between my coaches and I is to help empower you to look at your future, to help give you encouragement because the biggest thing that holds anybody back in life is fear and anxiety. Sure. It's fear of the unknown. I've always said birds of a feather flock together. If you want to fly with the Eagles, you can't be down scratching with the turkeys. That's right. So you have to kind of separate yourself and we kind of help encourage somebody who, who may have poor credit. 
just because you have poor credit does not mean that that you're worthless. Mm-hmm. Credit doesn't tell me that you're a hard worker. Credit doesn't tell me your credit score doesn't tell me that um, that you've had some struggles in your life. Credit doesn't tell me that you're trying to do everything that you need to do to survive. Credit just tells me, man, you may have paid a, a bill later or later so, or maybe you've had a tough time in life. Maybe you weren't managing your money correctly. So what? We'll help you out to get your credit improved with our uh, credit partner that we have. We work directly with them uh, specifically to help you improve your credit. After we improve your credit, then we look at funding. We try to, even if it takes us a year, I've been working with several candidates um, and we call them candidates. It's just a, a name to, to help. Uh, identify somebody because we do a lot of things at Horizon Consulting Partners. We don't just help introduce franchises to uh, to people. We do uh, a variety of other things, but we don't sell our services to the public. We work w- with companies essentially, mm-hmm. right? But if you have poor credit, we're going to help you get there after you get your credit aligned. And even if it takes 12 or 18 months, six months, it depends on how, what your situation is. And we'll go to the next step. And we're pretty much holding your hand every step of the right. uh, way. But after you get into franchising, assuming you get awarded a franchise and it all works out, or there's a silver lining, we literally coach you after the fact mm-hmm. because we know that you're a brand new business owner. You're going to be listening to the franchise. And I always tell my candidates, and if you ever hear any of them talk or it's like Chris repeats himself all the time because it's repetition. It's That's right. follow the program, follow the program. And you know, talk to your the main corporation, the the franchisor. Talk to franchisees, just like yourself, because they're it's a big family. In corporate America, no one cares about you. They say they care about you. Trust me, I worked for corporate America. I can tell you the. I mean, I can list the the companies. Great people in these companies, but everyone cares about themselves. Trust me, if I wanted a promotion, my to, to take my boss's position in that in that role, he's gonna. Look, he cares more about himself than he does about me sure. or she, right? I mean, they can say, I care about my employees, blah, 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 blah. But if it's their job on the line, making a couple hundred grand or whatever money they make, they're they're not going to vouch for me. They're like, hey, Chris, you're underperforming. We're going to put you on a performance, you know, improvement plan, you know, right. whatever. And you're out the door, you know, then they'll replace you with somebody else. And in, in franchising, it's different. It's one place I have found that corporations actually do care about your success, it's also your responsibility to communicate with them, but go sure. ahead. I'm sorry. I'm speaking a lot. That's okay. No, 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 no. That's okay. Uh, so, um, yeah, they care about you because they want you to succeed because it's their bottom line as well. I've, sure. I, I'm, uh, you know, a payments guy. So I've walked into a bunch of franchises. I would say that the, that what I've seen more than anything, that somebody that buys franchises are mid-level management that a corporation that leave and go buy a franchise. Um, I've seen that so many times people at home Depot that are mid-level management, that those jobs are always turned over. Those, those people Mm -hmm. that worked from the ground, then they're mid-level. They got a good, well, they, they get laid off before anybody. Sure. Because they can be replaced by somebody underneath them. Uh, And I've known some home Depot people. I've known some Coca-Cola people to open those. My neighbor owns four, um, uh, great American cookies. And he never even walks in the doors at those things. Uh, yeah. and he's a, he's a medical assistant. That's what he does for a living. Yeah. So, yeah. and, and so, and, and it's all walks of life just because you're not a mid-level person. I've seen a person that was cleaning houses and then was like, I need more structure. So they bought a maid franchise. So I've yeah. seen a lot of this and everything that you're talking uh, about resonates what I've, what I've already seen. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a question. Um, what what are you looking for in in a in a in a in, in 
possibly a recruit, somebody that you're trying to help, uh, so our uh, audience can maybe help you get some uh, get some business. Sure. And, and again, you know, what should we be looking for? You know, I, I look for somebody who just, you know, who wants to learn, you know, mm-hmm. somebody who's, who's thought about business, but they don't have a direction. Maybe you do have a lot of money and you've always thought of, you've had a great corporate career. I mean, I'm not knocking corporate. Corporate America is great. There's some great companies out there. Um, but, you know, there's a there's a ceiling for everybody. Maybe, it's, you know, maybe you don't want to move. Maybe that's the next career move for you. And you just, you know, you don't want you're happy where you're at. But I look for somebody who wants to to learn, to be open-minded. A lot of people say, well, when you get in a franchise, oh, I got to pay a franchise. So a franchise fee is a one-time fee, guys. One-time fee. You pay, it, it provides you training, grand opening, uh, pretty much your, your marketing mm-hmm. for your grand opening, sometimes equipment. It depends on the franchise. Every, you know, everything depends. It also is your protected territory. So that's what a franchise, uh, um, the uh, franchise fee is. You're pretty much paying for your area that you're covered. No other business can come in um, and get it. So let me give you an example. State Farm is, um, it's a huge company. I, I, I looked at opening up a State Farm for years. Mm-hmm. Great company. It's State Farm. Who doesn't know State Farm? There's 19,000 agents around the country. Not a single one of those agents around the country own their business. Right. Yeah, so no, for sure. So I'm going to go in there. So I'm going to offer you, a, you know, $2 million for your book of business, right? Maybe, they're, maybe they are. Maybe they're making that income-wise for their state farm. State farm corporate owns the policy. That's right. The state farm agent pays for the lease, the rent. Or if they own the real estate, they can own the real estate and the furniture, but they can't sell those policies. Not at all. Uh, now, an Allstate agent is a franchise. Yeah, but they can they, actually sell their book of business. But they can only sell it to other Allstate agents. So the franchise, the franchise model in insurance is weird because captive agents are are like that. So you yeah. know, you take Nationwide and all those, which they move to not being a uh, a captive agent totally. So yeah, yeah so uh, there's a lot of them like. Uh, Allstate, you can only sell to another Allstate, but yeah. the the total independent uh, agents can sell to me if I yeah, want. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I don't have to be an insurance guy to get to. I don't even have to have a license to own an insurance yeah. in Georgia, in the state of Georgia. Every state's different because they yeah. got their own insurance things. But it's that whole industry is very interesting of what what you can own and what you can't own. And sure, and, sure. And I have my insurance licenses still for the state of South Carolina. I'm a producer, as they call it. Now, I've never sold a policy in my life. Yeah. I have my PNC in life and health. And actually, right. next month, I got to renew. But what do we look for in a candidate? It could be a teacher. It could be a fireman. It could be a police officer, an EMS person, a receptionist, a mm. single mother. It could be somebody who lost her job. You could be a surgeon. You can be an engineer, an architect. It doesn't, quite frankly, it doesn't matter what your background is. Just coming in with an open mind. You may want to make a pass, have a business where you work your full-time job and have a have a business that grows and can be passive. I'm talking to several medical device reps right now, not to mention the companies they work for or where they're located or who they are to protect their identity, but I'm talking to them as we speak. And a lot of a couple of these individuals have their spouse who want to run the business passively while they work their full time job. Right. Um, I got individuals who've had great corporate careers and have, who have been laid off. I just helped a gentleman out. I'm not going to uh, say his name because, you know, he probably doesn't want him to say this, but he just got into a franchise recently as of last week. It's official. And he's been unemployed out of the tech company for quite some time. And he's now joining um, uh, a franchise. Just helped a, a young lady in Greenville, South Carolina, where we're headquartered. And she's official. Her name is Amanda Barbera. So we're giving her a shout. So when she sees us, we're extremely proud of her. She's a registered nurse. 
She loves helping people. She has a passion for helping people, but she's a neuro ICU nurse here in Greenville, South Carolina, uh, working for Prisma Health. And uh, what a name, Prisma, you know? Um, so uh, I always said it sounds like prison health. So <laughs> I, I, when I was a med device rep, I would always make fun of that name. So whoever came with that marketing ploy was... I always, anyway. I always find it funny what they call medi- all the medicines. That, that How do they come up with the name of all the medicines? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, um, I want to say Prism, not pr- uh, Prisma. I don't know. I just, I'm not a big fan of the so name. So what, what, uh, what franchise did she, did she, she get She got into in? a franchise called Oasis Senior Advisors. So she's uh, going to be helping families get their loved ones into assistant living facilities. Mm-hmm. But she's a young gal, super smart, you know, uh, late 20s, not married, no children, has a love for pets. And, you know, she was looking at something where she could take more control of her life. Right. And uh, she is now in the she's already she's out of training. I think over the next several weeks, she's going to be moving into a full time position into her franchise. But she has the support of the franchise company. She's still going to be working for the hospital system. Right. Uh, again, you know, and I was giving, kind of, kind of giving, uh, um, you know, making the joke out of the name, but Prisma Health has done some incredible things or the largest system in my state. So right. obviously you don't get to be that size if uh, you're not good. So that's right. Doing some great things. Um, but, um, but she wanted to, you know, not work third shift and that's what she's been doing. Her family's up North and she's, you know, working during holidays and it's just tough. So she wants to have more flexibility of time. Sure. So there's a young lady who's young in her twenties who wants to take control of her life. And that's, that it's an attestment that you don't have to be forties and fifties and even sixties to, to, to go do something on your own, but a franchise is going to support her. Mm. She's never ran a business. And that's what it is. A franchise a, knows that majority of people have never ran a, a formal business. Mm. And that's why they have a coach and coaching staff to help guide you every step of the way. They're literally holding your hand for you. That doesn't mean that, Oh, I own a franchise. So it's like, a, like having, buying a job. If you want to think about it as buying a job, that's up to you. You can do the work, but why? Um, again, I've mentioned I have a tile business, right? That's one of many things that I own. And I don't do tile. You know, right. I actually don't even know how to do tile work. If you I had a, I was actually um, over the weekend with a buddy of mine who's a plastic surgeon. And um, he's, uh, you know, one of his, he's uh, a local business owner here in Greenville, South Carolina, who owns a restaurant. Mm. And him, uh, the wife asked me, well, Chris, tell me about tile. And start breaking it down. And I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know which one you should buy. But, and I said, how can you own a business yeah, and not know the, what go with, the, go with the brown grout. Yeah, yeah go with the brown grout. I said, let me get my, my uh, general manager to talk to you. He's an expert in tile. And then we have tile installers and they do everything backsplash to, we do commercial, we do, but I run mm. the numbers. I run the marketing. I run the guys. I run the, I hire the staff. I motivate sure. them. I look at all that stuff. But if, you know, I'm, if we're going to look talk about the quality, let me give you to our guys who who's an expert, right? Right. Um, so that's the same way, like in any corporation, right? For example, you know, um, most talking about Prisma Health and the young lady, the CEO of Prisma Health is probably I got to look his pro her his or her profile is probably not a surgeon, right? So how does a business person? run surgeons or doctors every single day easily right? because the doctors they, they can't hire do the that. experts yeah the doctors the can't training. do that they're awful business <laughs> well that's a different topic right there <laughs> but for, from a from a business perspective you know uh the ceo of um of delta airlines there in atlanta 
is not flying the the planes. They have no. pilots flying the planes, mm-hmm. right? Chick Fil A. Mo- by the way, guys, Chick Fil A is not a franchise. Nope. They tout that they are a franchise. They have like a. I think it's now ten. Don't quote me a hundred percent on this. It used to be five thousand dollars, but I think it's now ten thousand dollars. You give Chick Fil A, but they're ten, they're owner operators. That's right. But it's a ten ninety nine position. Chick Fil A owns all the real estate, the entire business. Mm-hmm. You are essentially managing the businesses as if it's your own. And as long as you do a great job, Chick-fil-A is a great company, but as long as you do a great job, you'll be there for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. But if I walked up and said, I wanted to buy a Chick-fil-A because I had the net worth and the money and all this stuff, I can never, they can never sell it to me. It's like a state farm agent, great, mm-hmm. great roles, great companies, but those individuals are just 1099 individuals. They don't That's have right. true ownership into their business. Yeah, they split uh, they split profit, they split revenue with them. They don't own it. Yeah, I, I knew that. I knew that as well. And <clears throat> there's only a few people that own two Chick-fil-A's. They don't they don't they don't let our owner operate more than one like where you can buy yeah. you know as many as you want to Taco Bells if you want to. Chick-fil-A yeah. is there's only a couple people that own that yeah. run two or more. Um but yeah, so and this has been very interesting. I want to I want to do a follow up on, on this too, and 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 talk with you more. Uh, but tell us how we can get a hold of you. Uh, what's your email address, uh, phone number, all that? Yeah, so there's a couple of ways you can get a hold of us. So our our website is Horizon Consulting Partners with an S dot com. Horizon Consulting Partners dot com. So that's our uh, that's our email, obviously, and um, and then you can reach me at. Um, you can reach me directly at area code 864-638-1046, extension one. If you want to reach our other coach, Mark Brandt, that's same same number, 864-638-1046, extension two. You can reach him. And then we have other phone numbers for uh, for our other coaches, but th- we'll be the two main coaches kind of helping you out from a candidate perspective at this point in time. Um, and we have other partners in the business that do other things. So right now we're kind of taking over that, but that's how you can reach me uh, directly. If, if a candidate, if you just want to just learn about the industry of franchising, it's a free phone call. We don't charge you. We charge the companies that we work with for our time. So the conversation is always very relaxed, very informative, very educational. um, And we help you to look at your options at no cost uh, to anyone. If you're married, we always suggest that we have your partner on the line. We highly, uh, you know, we've come to the point to where we speak to a husband or to a wife and they get really excited at some point. And then they're like, we got to talk to our husband or they're not. Of course, yeah. Of course, we, we understand they're not on board because they may not have all the information that you've received over the course of, I don't know, many, many calls that we've had. It could be four calls. It could be 10 calls. But we, if we get them involved into the process and you can make an informed, educated decision. And in franchising, the goal when we walk you through a process is to we'll show you a couple options that may be a good fit for you. But the whole goal is for you to get start from start to, to end to talk to franchise owners in each of those systems. We call that validation so that you can actually get all that information you've heard and actually talk to a real live owner. And it does it's not cherry picked. You can talk to people call me about my experience, but you can mm-hmm. talk to somebody who's a top uh, uh, percentile in the company to, you know, the, uh, the low end of the, of the company, the, the bottom 25%, the top 25% or anywhere in the middle. Um, at the end of the day, what you're looking for is consistency 
And we mm -hmm. kind of walk you through that path and we show you the audited financials called the FDD. And that's something that every franchise company has to um, show uh, a prospective candidate if they're looking into franchising or an investor or whoever it is. So Sweet. that's how you guys can get a hold of me. I want to thank you for your time, man. Yeah. yeah. So look, guys, everybody out there, if you know somebody that is hating going into work, you know, that that, that uh, is struggling with their job, struggling with a boss or just wanting to, you know, Take control of their life financially. Take control of their life in with time based. Get a hold of of, of Christopher uh, Valdez. He's going to help you, uh, you know, open that new door and 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 start your life. Uh, so we appreciate you uh, you doing this, and we'll do a follow up later. Uh, and uh, thanks, guys. Uh, everybody, be kind to each other out there. I appreciate you guys, and to the audience, thank you guys. Give us a call, and I hope you, I wish everyone a happy Fourth of July.